0: Wonderful, wonderful to hear the chatter, get chance to chat at the end of the service and we'll have teas and coffees and uh, this morning we've also got ice cream so you can have ice cream after the service as well. Um, before I invite Debs up, Debs is going to come up and share with us in a moment but we're just going to show a very short video clip to lead into uh, the theme that Debs is going to speak on and it's a short video called Streams in
1: the desert, so please watch the screen. Thank you. In the midst of a parched and barren land where the sun beats down with a merciless hand there flows a stream so cool and so clear a lifeline in a desert drear It winds its way through the sandy plain with a gentle murmur, like a soothing refrain. A ribbon of life in a world so stark, a precious jewel amid the dark. The plants and creatures gather round as the water brings life to the dry cracked ground. Birds dip their beaks and drink their fill and the parched earth awakens with a thrill. The stream is a symbol of hope and grace, and a place where survival seems like a constant race, a reminder that even in the harshest climb, there is always a chance for life to shine. So let us treasure the streams in the desert and all the blessings they can confer, where they are a testament to the love of our Creator and the mercies that abound from His open hands.
0: morning church. Morning. How are we all doing? Are we good? Anyone feeling kind of summery today? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> okay, so I'm here to share the third part of our series so far and hasn't it been a lot of fun so far? Yeah, we've had a lot of fun. We've had some great prayer activities, some games, some a little bit dangerous. Has Ruben still got his job filled? Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, we've 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 had a lot of fun. So we're we're going to continue that today. We're going to delve into the words and just really explore this whole um, topic of how refreshing. Um, first, I want to tell you about a holiday that I went on when I was nine years old, um, and this was a really special holiday for me and my family. Um, it was the first time that we went out of Europe. We did a lot of camping in France up until this point um, and Wales. Um, so this was the first time out of Europe, the first time on a plane and the first time we were staying in a hotel and not a canvas or tent or caravan. So I was very, very excited as a nine-year-old. We were going to Tunisia and that was my mum, my dad's. My youngest brother, Aaron, um, and, well, my young brother, Aaron, my sister, Rachel, and my nan. And we went to Tunisia, and we had such a great holiday. I've got a lot of memories from that holiday. Um, but the main thing that I remember is that it was really, really hot, super hot. If I can have the next slide up, you see picture? This is nine-year-old Debs, um, with my mom and my sister and my brother, um, and I can just remember how hot it was. You can see that um, I had very white blonde hair as a child. This is not all natural, um, <laughs> but it was back then. And I had very fair skin, but I'm looking rather sun-kissed there. That's how hot it was. Um, and we had a great time, but I really, really struggled in the heat. And part of our holiday, we got to go to the Sahara Desert which was a really fun thing that we did. Um, and we travelled we on some camels and some donkeys. Um, and I remember that the resort area and the area around where we were staying was really hot, but the desert was just something completely different. And there was no shelter there whatsoever. Um, I remember that when my parents were taking us around when we were in the resort or we were in the local town, they would always make a point of finding shelter to, to get some refuge or to go and get a refreshing drink to keep us hydrated, um, which was normally an ice cold bottle of Coke, you know, the glass bottles of Coke, they were so refreshing. Um, So yeah, while we're thinking about refreshing drinks, I thought that I would get you involved. You know I like to get you interacting with the service. We are going to do a quiz on refreshing drinks, okay? So you can participate in this how you want. You can wave at me for your choice, or you can shout out. I don't mind you making a lot of noise. Um, Have a little dance if you want to, to show your choice. Whatever you want to all cards are on the table. So first question, what is the first drink that you have when you wake up in the morning? (laughs) Tea. So a few options. Tea? Tea. Coffee? A few have coffee. Water? Oh, very good. I don't do that. I have tea. Um, Milk. Anyone have milk? First thing in the morning? Yeah? My boys have milk. Juice? Apple juice or orange juice? Or anything else? Anyone have anything else? No, tea and coffee. We like our caffeine, don't we? Yeah. Okay, next one. What type of drink do you find the most refreshing? Hot drinks (laughs) tea? Hot drinks or cold drinks? So, who would say hot drinks for the most refreshing a few. Cold drinks? Yeah, okay, cold drinks. Okay, this one is aimed more to the children, to the kids, but everyone can join in. What is the best type of squash? Orange squash or black currants? Vimto, we'll go into that. So, who prefers orange? Who prefers black currants or purple squash, as we, most people call it? Summer fruit. I do like a good Summer fruit. You would you would throw that in there, wouldn't you? Okay. Next one. Okay. We we like our tea. We like our coffee. What is the best hot drink? Okay. Tea. Okay. Coffee. Latte. So that would come into coffee. Hot chocolate. Ooh. Okay. Um. Okay, this is one to discuss with the person next to you. Maybe we'll do a little bit of a feedback. If you could only have one drink for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Only one drink, unlimited Okay, let's bring it back in. We don't want to get too animated about drinks, do we? Okay. So if you could have only one drink unlimited for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Anyone got anything they want to shout out at the back of you? Water. Yeah, okay. Anyone got anything different? Juice? Milkshake? Juice? Anyone else? Diet Coke for Phil. Okay, so you know what to get him for his birthday. Yes, Keon? Smoothie. Yeah, I do like a good smoothie. Anyone else? Any- no one said tea or coffee. I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. Wendy will have a good cup of tea. Yeah, there we go. Okay, last one. Not on a day like today, but on a hot summer's day, what drink would you have to cool you down and help you feel refreshed so some suggestions iced tea or coffee iced coffee um, a fizzy drink whether it's coke or Fanta or something else um, juice apple juice apple juice at the back or water water barley juice it's Philippe and Caleb throwing all the extra things in okay just a little something to get you going get you thinking about being refreshed okay um so when we think of the word desert we instantly think of sand and heat and dry a place that is very very dry and it might make you feel all of a sudden very very thirsty I think of these two films here, two great films. So that beginning scene in Aladdin, Disney's Aladdin, the animated one, the better one, um, where they have the cave of wonders, you know, the big lion, um, tiger head that comes up and he says, who disturbs my slumber? Remember that bit? Yeah, so that was, there's that one. And also one of our favourites in our household, the Prince of Egypt. Yeah, when Moses gets caught in that massive sandstorm and his hair's poking out and the camel pulls it out, great scene. Um, so yeah, there's something really visible, visual to, to see the desert, there is sand everywhere and there is no water in sight, not unlike a beach where you've got the sand, you've got the water, it's a lovely place to be. Um, and those animals and plants that are normally in the desert, their designed. they've been created to survive long periods of time in the dryness, in the heat, whereas we haven't. We need water, don't we? And many other animals and plants need water as well. In our scripture this morning, we're looking at the Israelites who are on their journey to the promised land. And you can find this scripture that we're looking at today in Exodus 15, um, verses 22 to 27. We're only going to read one verse. I'm just going to set the scene a little bit and then we can read that verse. So the Israelites, they've been stuck in Egypt for years and years and years. They move there in a moment of hope. In a moment of need and they found that um, but since then they significantly grew in numbers and the Egyptians didn't like that they felt intimidated they felt threatened and as a consequence they were forced to they were forced into slavery to help them build that mighty Egyptian empire and then years later, God used Moses, who was an Israelite, who was adopted into the royal Egyptian family, to rescue the Israelites from Egypt and help them to stick close to God. We know that Moses was, he was one of those foundations, wasn't he, in the in the Jewish faith and our faith. Too. He was the one that God used for the Ten Commandments and lots of other amazing things, um, But in this story, what we're looking at, he helped rescue the Israelites from Egypt. They escaped the horrible plagues. They escaped recapture and harm from the Egyptian army. And they safely crossed the Red Sea, thanks to God. Um, And thanks to the obedience of Moses as well. So, it sounds like they've been on quite a journey already. And you would think, actually, they're out of danger, they're safe, we don't need to worry anymore. But the danger that they have in these verses is something that threatens one of our most essential need. And that is thirst, the need for water. Moses had led them away from the Red Sea. And they travelled for three whole days without any water. I mean, I need a drink of water just thinking of that. Like three whole days without a single drop of water to quench their thirst, their most basic need. And then they came to Mara, which is an oasis. But the water there was too bitter to drink. So, what did the Israelites do? Complained. Of course, they complained. It's what they're very good at. <laughs> they complained. Um, and they turned on Moses. They were in desperate need for water, and the water they found was undrinkable. Moses' response was to turn straight to God and to ask for help. And God provided for his people. He gave them their most basic need of water. He made that water drinkable and fulfilled their need. And he didn't just make the water drinkable. We know that God, he does so much more than what we ask for. He reminded them that if that he will provide for them, all they need to do is just keep following him, stick close to him and he will fulfill their basic needs. But God had not finished with what he was providing for them. So here in Exodus 15, after leaving Marah, the Israelites traveled onto the oasis of Elam, where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees They camped there beside the water. And that's Exodus 15, verse 27. He had found the perfect oasis for them in Elam. For them to rest, for them to refresh, for them to renew themselves. God is not basic. He fulfills our basic needs. But he has so much more that he wants to give us, just like we've seen in this scripture here. He knows our needs, and wants. And not just our spiritual needs or our physical needs, all of our needs. He knows every single need that we have. And he doesn't just fill those needs just because he can. We know that God is an all-powerful God. He's a mighty God. There's nothing that our God cannot do. He fulfills our needs because he delights. We would, This was prayed today when we were, um, the band were praying beforehand. He delights in our needs because he loves us. He delights in us. He delights in giving us the things that we need. The Bible tells us lots of different things about how God wants to fulfill our needs. He gives us life and life to the fullest. So that we are refreshed and we are restored. And the Bible tells us that our God supplies all of our needs, not just the ones that we ask for, all of our needs, every single one of them. So today, unlike being in a desert, many of us don't need to worry about being thirsty. You know, most high streets have a Costa or a Starbucks, a variety of cafes, variety of shops where we can go and buy a cold can or a bottle of water, and a lot of places even have a space where you can fill up your bottle of water. So we're looking after our world as well. Um, we don't need to worry about satisfying our thirst because there's so much there to help us to quench our physical thirst. But in John's Gospel, Jesus tells us about the ultimate way to quench that thirst in life. So we're going to read that now. On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And that's in John chapter 7, verses 37 to 38. God has filled us with his spirit and given us life to the fullest. Life is hard isn't it? Life is so hard. The day-to-day life, the, the, the worries that we have with that, the incredible highs that we have, but also the difficult heartbreaking moments. We have so many difficult things that we all go through, and it's all different for each of us. We don't have to do it alone. The Holy Spirit lives inside each and every one of you to journey with you, to empower you, to celebrate with you, to fill you with peace and joy and love, to guide you. God is with you. He's with you every second of every day. He loves you and he wants to fulfill all of your needs. His spirit is ready to refresh you and renew you. And this is a constant refreshing and renewing. You don't just tap into it once and that's it. Every single day, we can renew and we can refresh ourselves in God and his goodness. His spirit is always with us. All you need to do is to ask God, just like Moses said. What we're going to do, we're going to pray now. And I just thought whilst we were praying, uh, whilst I was preparing, that God wants to renew each of us. We're all at different stages of our journey We're all going through different things. Life might be great for you right now, but for others, life might be tough. God's here. God wants to renew you and he wants to refresh you and give you what you need for the season that you are in. So if you're comfortable, I'd like you to just close your your eyes and put your hands out, ready to receive from God. And I'm just going to pray over you. Be ready to receive whatever God has for you today. Jesus, we thank you that you are God, that you are good, that you are for us every single day. And we come to you right now and ask that you will just renew and refresh each and every one of us today. I pray that your Holy Spirit would just fill each and every person right now. That whatever they're going through, that they will feel renewed and ready to deal with those challenges to enjoy the day that they will have the strength that they need that you will restore them today and they will know and feel that you are with them every step of the way we thank you that you are God and that you love us and you are with each, of one, each and every one of us in Jesus name Amen great And what we're going to do now is, on the back end of that, we're going to do our prayer activity. So you should have received a palm leaf, um, if you can wave it at me so that I know you've got them. Great. Okay, so if we can have, were you given the pens when you came in as well? Not got any pens. So if we can pass the pens out that are at the back, the felted pens, that would be great. So what we're going to do is, great, it's on the screen already. We're going to do something on either side. So on the first side, we're going to write a need on it. So this could be a need that you have personally for your life, for what you're going through. It could be something small. It could be something big. Um, It could be a need for your family or for a group of people. Maybe it's someone... um, close to you that they really need something and they need God to, to do something in their life or you might even be thinking about wider than that so our country or your your country your birth country or the world like is there an issue in that area that God needs to fulfill um, so if you can just write it on it could just be one word it could be a prayer um just on one side um if you've not got a pen Do you want to just wave to those who are handing it out? Thank you. Um, And if we could just have some music in the background, if that's okay. Thank you. If you can start winding that down, we're going to pray over these when you're done. Okay, when you're done, if you want to wave it in the air, put it up in the air, we're going to pray over all these things. I've got my imaginary leaf in my hand as well. Okay, I'm just going to pray over these things. So if you want to lift them up to God. God, we thank you that you provide for all of our needs and we lift every one of these needs up to you right now. You know exactly the situations in every single one of these needs that have been written down or that we're thinking about right now. We lift them up to you, and we pray, Lord, that you would just have your way in this situation, that your goodness would just flow through this situation, and that you would just fulfill those needs right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. Okay, so on the other side, we are thinking about being grateful to God, um god has given us so many amazing things and some of them we don't deserve but he is such a generous god that constantly blesses us so on the other side i would just like you to write something that you are grateful for that you want to say thank you to god for um and yeah we'll pray over that as well in a second Okay, if we can start just finishing off with that. That'd be great. And if you don't, if you want to just lift it up again so that I know that you're done and we can pray over them. Great. Jesus, we thank you that you are a good God who loves us. We thank you for all the things that you've given us and we think specifically of these things that we're lifting up to you now um, or we're thinking about. We thank you that you've just given us so many amazing things, things that we need, things that we want, things that help us to flourish and succeed and achieve the things that we, we need and want. Um, yeah, we just want to say thank you today. Thank you for all that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amazing. So what we're going to do now is, maybe if someone on the row could just collect them in and just bring them over to this side, just as the band are getting ready for the final song Um, and we're going to use these to create our own palm trees our own little Elam here in our our Elam church Um, so yeah thank you everyone just while people are bringing those forward we're just going to sing our last song that's this is our god it talks about god being more than we need and uh just encourages us to let his spirit make us new again so if you'd like to stand we'll just finish with this one